Uh, Are we going to open with Lou Reed singing I Love Women? (laughs) Do you know it on whatever guitar you're playing? Uh, I used to look at dirty magazines. I know it was sexist, but I was in my teens. There, that's all I know. Yeah, he's a real champion of fucking women's rights, right? Yes, he's the spokesperson for women's history. Is that how we're... Is that why? Is that how we're gonna start it? No. Welcome to Collapse Out, everyone. My name is Leo. Thank you for listening. I am joined by the usual suspects here in studio. We have Jason. Hello. From sunny, beautiful Southern California, although today was sunny and beautiful in Maine. My good friend, Eric. Hello. Yeah, it's been 75 here. Okay, take it easy. So, this podcast is basically about music, um, and music, music that we care about, and if nobody else cares about it, then whatever. You have choices. You can listen to other podcasts. It's March, so we are focusing on women's, women in music. You know, it's Women's National, um, what is the actual thing called? Women's History Month. I didn't want to mansplain it. Bring our guests in. So we are joined by my wife, Mickey. Hello, I'm Mickey. And Jason's wife. Heather, I thought he was going to introduce you. <laughs> oh, that's on my show. Awkward silence. <laughs> <laughs> Heather the balls Q. And chains. Hi, Woo-hoo. Heather. Hi. And we are just going to do like a, a, a total mixtape of uh, mixtape episodes. But basically, what we're calling this, we all chose a few artists that are female. There's a strong female presence in the in the band, whether it be a solo artist or a band or whatever it may be. Um, and we all chose different stuff and we're just going to treat this sort of like a radio show and just play the music, talk a little bit about the artists and we're all going to just share this experience together. That's nice. It is nice. nice. So I don't know how we pick who goes first. Okay. I think ladies Not first, it. Leo. Oh, I'm pick, I was going to, I was like, I'm going to, I'm thinking of a number, but yeah, that doesn't work. <laughs> ladies first. Um, between the ladies, let's go alphabetical. Alphabetical by last name. My first name and my last name are the same. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so are so yours. Yes, that's true. I will go first. Awesome. Uh, so I'm going to start with the Bumblebee's also known as the Bumblebees 81 in the U.S. Um, They're an Australian brother and sister duo. Um, It is lo-fi and chaotic and frequently described as cut and paste. Just, it's a, yeah, it's a 2004 masterpiece, I think. Give us a little sample. What song song are we going to drop into? We're going to hear Microphone Diseases, which has uh, Pia, who's the sister, as the uh, main 
I created when you catch the rock glance Smiles much your statue, I walk in a trance To look around, crosses the thoughts, I took the chance He smiled advanced, a glimmer in the eye and started to dance His part of me darted just as it got close Rivalry patterns emerging in smoke Wake your noises until I awoke Provoking a dream to catch the stoke Once emerged, she'd meet the queen Goddess of the darker scene Thought the eyes meant you were keen Maybe I'm just caught in this spotlight and contort Images so bright, spark your blood and abort <laughs> so they're what their brother and sisters? Yeah, brother and sisters from this like little town in Australia uh, <coughs> that I forget the name of. Oh damn! I'm sorry. Find out. I, I no spoiler alert, but I did pick some Australian nice. artists as well. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so they were. That was the era of everybody making albums in their bedroom. Definitely a cool like lo-fi sound for mm. sure. Yeah, I did. I did I, that. And looking one one of the big things about doing this was I was looking forward to like, you know, just expanding my own musical scope, seeing what other people bring to the party. Absolutely, and that was kind of the fun part for me. Absolutely, I've never right. heard of I've never heard of Bumblebees or Bumblebees eighty one. Yeah, and so the rest of their stuff is not quite as like just straight up like hip hoppy. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he sings, it's much more lyrical and it's super layered and strange. Uh, and it's on Geffen, by the way. Are they younger? I mean, I'm, yeah, they I'm were, assuming they're kind of... They were super young when they did this one. Okay. Uh, like early 20s, maybe. Okay. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. I've noticed that with younger musicians that they kind of have their their influences come from a lot of different genres, mm-hmm. which maybe didn't happen in earlier eras i don't know maybe it did but i think now more than ever because you have so many so much access to different kinds of music different kinds of genre we're not listening to that one radio station that we like anymore Mm -hmm. we're listening to a bunch of different sources that it's kind of cool that it gets to be more of a melting pot with music and you can be a hip-hop artist you can be an r&b artist you can be a folk artist you can do all this different Mm -hmm. stuff in one breath yeah, you can be a folk punk, punk hip hop artist. That's true. <laughs> Who plays Apparently. all their stuff on a Game Boy? <laughs> yes, you can. You can. <clears throat> That's cool. Thank you yeah, for thank for you. that exposure. That's awesome. Thanks. I'm gonna look them up. Look forward to checking that out. All right, who's next, Mickey? What, what you got for us? Okay, well, so um, my first one is a love affair that I've had for a long time, and the band is Romeo Void. Um, and I have loved them since the first time I've heard them and seen them because, um, the, the front person, Deborah Ilal is just an amazing presence and she just commands an audience and a stage like I've not seen before. So when I, you know, obviously the, the obvious choice to pick here is the never say never, but I think my true favorite is girl in trouble it's a temporary thing which was also their only big uh top 40 hit um which is astounding because everybody knows the never say never 
track, but she is amazing. And if we could just hear a little bit of Girl in Trouble, then we can talk yeah, about it. Definitely. Am I right? Absolutely. Uh, so she's amazing. It was a, a group that kind of started in a San Francisco art school. Um, and it was uh, pretty much a three piece because they kind of rotated drummers pretty significantly, um, especially in the early years. Um, but Deborah was definitely one of the founding members. And their their songs kind of run the gamut with you know uh, they kind of started in this whole punk vein but they kind of really adapted into the new wave genre pretty easily and um a little bit about the song is is kind of speaking to women because it's the girl in trouble is the old adage of you know a, an unwed oh. uh pregnant girl and how she's in trouble. Fuck. And it's not a couple in trouble. It's not a family in trouble. It's a girl in trouble. Yeah, very it, put put yeah. on. Yes. God. She's going to have to grow up pretty quick. Um, so it's just, a, it's a beautiful song. Um, you should check it out if you haven't already. But it's uh, from the 1984's album Instincts on Columbia Records. Um, yeah, so she she kind of evolved after they broke up, and they've gotten back together a few times. But she's also an art teacher, and she's taught pretty prolifically throughout her um, a later adult life. And she's also um, a Cowlitz Native American woman, so she's very active in that community in the Central um, California area, so Sacramento, Fresno, where she grew up, all that good stuff. Check her out. Awesome. Does she do visual arts? Yes. Like, what does she do? Have you seen her art? I have not, oh, but she does. She does kind of all of it, obviously. But she's um, she's kind of just a Renaissance woman. Nice. I love her. Not an oh, actual boy. Renaissance woman. That was depressing. That was very depressing. <laughs> very depressing. And you know, it was an era where there was like a bunch of you know, sexy ladies at the mm -hmm. front. You know, like Deborah Harrys and stuff. And then there was Deborah Ilal, which I I think she's amazingly sexy when she commands the stage because she just she's a presence and she just stands there and oftentimes she'd wear these elaborate like uh, you know moo-moos or like caftans on stage and it would just oh. be her own thing like she didn't compare to anyone else and that's why i love her eric we haven't heard from you in a bit okay uh you want to queue up uh helium super ball yeah we were listening to that earlier but let me get it prepped here while you're
Uh, I've been on a really big helium kick lately. Uh, I've been a fan for a long time, but there, I don't know. Sometimes you just hit this level where you start to love a band even more, you know, and they're, they're doing that for me. Mary Timoney is the lead singer and guitarist. She's a really, uh, she goes way, I think she, her earliest band was Autoclave, who I think were on Discord. So she's from DC. She comes out of kind of the later end of DC Punk and Discord. Um, but she's done everything, you know, she's, she's a really like skilled guitarist, but she's, she's done stuff that's really folky. She's done stuff that's kind of shreddy. Um, she was in the band Wild Flag with, that was mm. kind of a short lived yeah, super group. I remember them. Yep. Right on. And, uh, what was currently she's in a band called X Hex, which is like a pretty revivalist kind of, um, almost new wave pop punk kind of thing. But I mean, they're awesome as well. Uh, but Helium is probably my favorite act of hers, and uh, this was probably their closest to a hit single. Not not very much of a hit, but... How many albums um, did Helium have? They only had two albums yeah, and a couple okay. EPs. And which, um, which album? This is you? off the first album, The Dirt of Luck. Oh, okay, yes. And uh, the other... Me- the, her boyfriend at the time, Ash Bowie from... Polvo was also in Helium, uh, but he was he was in the later state. Like there was an earlier phase of Helium that he wasn't in as well. Uh, but I give her total credit as a complete artist and like the complete architect of what she's doing at any given time. And uh, I really like her vision. You know. Yeah, I've been listening to uh, the song Medusa like a, a lot. Medusa. Yeah. Medusa. <laughs> uh. And uh, she has a song called Skeleton also on that album, and Thurston stole the riff, but he did ask permission. I think she said it was okay if he stole the riff. Like, if if you notice the Sonic Youth song Sunday and the Helium song Skeleton, they basically have the same riff. Uh, but Helium toured with Sonic Youth, so I think it was all good, you know. <laughs> it's kind of giving me some uh, rentals vibes. Yeah, I can hear that. Oh, yeah, they have That's the, they have the Moog. They have yeah. the, Mo- the buzzy little Moog lead thing. Yes. Yeah, where it feels like a psychotic circus, yes. which is always a plus for me. Always a plus. I, and I, I mean, this is this is one of Helium's more normal rock songs. Like their second album is actually really weird. Like it, it kind of goes into this medieval prog thing. Like good. Oh, we know you like uh, that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I like that warped record sound too, where it just right. sounds like something's a little bent. <laughs> good stuff. Solid choice. Super yeah. solid choice. Yeah, Absolutely. Eric, anything else to add? For Helium? Uh, just, I, I love Helium and uh, check out Helium. Yeah, you actually introduced me to Helium, which is awesome. Uh, I'm definitely going to go down that road for sure because I, I totally in, enjoyed uh, listening to it downstairs mm-hmm. before this. Great. All right, Jason, oh, you're God. next. Fuck just fucking, why did you break? <laughs> just go, you're on. Uh, I'm going to bring to the table. Choose Aretha Franklin as my first uh, pick, I guess. Nice. Um, uh, baby, I love you. I'm not sure if it's uh, because I I like Goodfellas, <laughs> but the, uh, that's where I the, first the movie the movie or yeah. just fellas that are good. <laughs> <laughs> but good that, boys. that's where I first heard Aretha's version of it. Uh, but growing up, it was just always on. We were always listening to like oldies radio, and it's just like that sound just is deep in my brain. All those hits are amazing. Um, I guess we can hear a little bit of, Please, a little bit yeah. of it here, you know, Please. just to get in the mood. 
if I if I did it right. Bring that wreath up. If you want my love, if you really do, don't be afraid, hey baby. Just ask me. Yeah, I know I'm gonna give it to you. Oh, and I do declare, I do. That's <laughs> so funny. You can't help but yeah, sing you along. Can't. You so, cannot help. And it. then in the Blues Brothers, right? Mm. Good. God Almighty. It's like it's awesome. Do you do you like multiple hits? I don't need to go. I can't like go. I'm not gonna no, I mean, go all into you, a huge all you, dissertation. All you on had to Aretha. say was Aretha. Aretha. It's, it's literally yeah, like saying Madonna or sure. Prince or whatever. It's sure. yeah. It's a one word fucking thing. It's like Janice. Wow, Janice yeah. didn't make. I know. Shocked she wasn't on, on your list. Honest, wow, I mean, man. Let me. Somehow we'll do this again. Let we'll me interject. No, but we can just talk about women. I mean, yeah. she's another one that's just like. But let me interject by saying how difficult this assignment was. Absolutely. Once My we started, list right? Had about twenty-seven artists yes. on it, and yes. I didn't even begin to scratch the Absolutely. surface. Which is amazing because you know you you just. Definitely hear women voices and stuff a lot right. in music, but yeah. it's kind of good to kind of uh, point out what makes each one amazing. Yeah, um, it for was sure. it was a difficult assignment, and I will admit, like the way I chose mine was literally just what have I been listening to a lot lately, mm-hmm. and it was just like what's been playing a lot. And you kind of had to yeah. narrow it down that way because if you. Yeah. If you're like, oh, which, which women artists influenced my life? It's like, oh my god, right. yeah, it's so hard to do. Too so many. Bef- I think a lot of mine was just like, what do I like screaming in my car? Sure, <laughs> sure. And that's a good. That's that's an excellent feeling, yeah. Because all my picks were that yeah. as well. Yeah. Before I turn it over to Leo for his first pick, uh, any further thought? I mean, we all have great thoughts. Uh, on, uh, re- it's just done right uh, yeah definitely check out the um the documentary that came out a little bit oh, ago yes of her, uh, her gospel it? appearance oh that's fantastic i did see that yeah. yes yeah we amber and i went and see it saw it in the theater when it was in a very limited like screening you could only see it like that weekend i think now it's more widely available but um yeah, yeah. Uh, just just bone not the word isn't bone chilling, but it gets to your bones. Yeah, yes. yeah, it's like yeah. electric. I don't, or I don't care how staunchly uh, religious or non-religious you are. That shit's gonna move you yeah. in some way or another. Yeah. Yes, uh, especially when the father shows up and like you just see how proud he is of his daughter, and yeah, that was really powerful. Um, I also saw it in a in like a, in a screening thing, but it was at a in a barn in a farm here in Maine, <laughs> which was awesome. Very chic. So Leo, Amazing Grace, I think. Yeah, yeah, okay. Rita, Amazing Grace. So it is my turn. Uh, I chose Kim Gordon. I'm sure everyone knows who Kim Gordon is. Uh, and we love we love Kim. Yeah, mm-hmm. we stand Kim. Um, Kim of of course Sonic Youth and which is no longer, I guess. Uh, and But her stuff on her own 
should definitely be recognized. It's fantastic. I when I stumbled across this song, uh, it just fucking blew me away. It, it, um, it's uh, okay. So the song I chose was Sketch Artist. It's off the album uh, No Home Record. It came out in 2019 on Matador Records. Let's just hear that right now. Go ahead, Eric. Sketch artist, sketch artist, no wind strike, and dead stare strikes, and the wind chimes strikes, and your dead stare, like an old man, in the day, in the sunlight, dreaming in a day. Dead stare strikes And the wind chimes strikes And your dead stare strikes So that's the that's the first song on her debut album. Uh, the song to me was just very, very exciting. Hearing it the first time, like it, it just struck me so hard, like listening to Suicide for the first time or listening to like Silver Apples for the first time. Um, you know, I, I've, I, I don't know if anyone has read the book of Girl in a Band by Kim Gordon. Has anybody read it yes. yet? Yes. Yes, I have. Most of it. I haven't finished it yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Not yet. It's a fucking great book. It is. I mean, she recommends so many really cool artists, so many cool bands and everything. It's like you almost have to keep a list, like a piece of paper. What I did was my bookmark was a piece of paper that just listed, like I just wrote down whatever band she was talking about that I didn't know about already, uh, any artists I didn't know about. And it was just, it was like almost like a reference of just really really fucking cool shit so it was like a textbook of the stuff you should know but yeah you don't get <laughs> and wow i think we needed kim gordon to go solo Fuck yes. for that to happen because that that was nasty that's right nasty. Yeah. it was nasty it's that, that all bass, the that, right like, ways <laughs> yeah I dirty love that shit. dirty 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 that bass. was like dirty. the headphone moment you wanted like, absolutely dropped and like god damn it yes absolutely <laughs> yeah that's the thing the first time i heard this i had to listen to it three times in a row and the entire album is really cool um i I think she has a song that came out not too long ago called grassroots it came out in december of 2021 and during uh that month all the proceeds for the purchase of that single uh went were donated to an abortion nonprofit fund uh the fund texas choice Mm. that's what it went to very good um so i don't know uh, she's fucking really cool. Kim, Kim <laughs> yeah, I mean, then when it comes to like when you think of like Sonic Youth, and I think about Sonic Youth, you know, as someone who plays guitar and plays in a band, I'm sure it's easy to get lost in the guitar work and all the shit. But yeah. I had had come to the realization when I was when we were getting the songs together for this, what I liked most about Sonic Youth was Kim Gordon's voice. Right. Yep. When are we allowed to say certain? 
of these women are really hot too. Am I allowed to say that? I mean, because that's going to like, Just I mean, I feel canceled. like that. Okay. <laughs> so I'm a can't. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not the only no, reason you not the only. Right. right. No, no. You, Mickey, you mentioned earlier about, um, <laughs> about Romeo Void, the, Oh, yeah. The girl yeah. crush that commanding yes. stage presence. That's why I felt it was a safe space. Yes. You need to say, to say this. I, yeah. I will say the same thing about David Bowie. I think that's true. Absolutely. You know, yeah. That's true. Any thoughts on this, Eric? Do I you want to? I got a crush on yeah, David Bowie. I, I got some Kim thoughts. Uh, I, I really appreciate it. <laughs> Don't we all? Um, with this record and with her book, um, you yeah. know, Sonic Youth is like a New York band, an East Coast band, but Kim is from LA. She's been in L- in and out of L.A. forever. She grew up here, and this is all in the book. You know, she she brushed uh, brushed up against so many things in L.A. music culture bef- well before you know punk, and then during punk and after punk, and mm-hmm. many so many currents of art. So I really feel speaking from California, I feel like it's been nice to kind of reclaim Kim as a <laughs> true California icon. Uh, right, and also, it's right. not uncommon to see her at shows around here sometimes. And I always get starstruck, you know, every time I see her. So Yeah. Awesome. All right. <clears throat> uh, who goes first? Oh, I think ha- it's back, back to Heather. No, back to Mickey, right? Heather went first. Oh, Heather did. Go, oh, yeah. oh okay. go ladies. Let's do it, Heather. Okay. I didn't uh, mean it like that. I'm not sure where <laughs> I, I want to go from wife, here. So. Yeah, I guess. I, uh, I think I might change up the order because I think Jason and I are going to do the next one together okay do you want to uh, do that now or do you want to do that okay yeah okay pretty, so pretty, i'm gonna pass form. to yeah. you you pass is, it to me okay so is that, is that your choice as a lady well i'm gonna follow, yeah, I'm, I'm, not, gonna follow like, I'm not like all right you yes. start and then i'll feed off she's of gonna you. let him lay the foundation you, and then she's so let's just hear the fr- <laughs> let's just hear a breeder's song yeah right that's really what it is both of us pick the breeders okay Speaking for good of, reason let's hear your choice Divine Hammer, Last Splash. Yeah. 1993. I think it's like senior year of high school, so yeah. 92, 93. So, yeah, I fucking love this song. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, give us, give us a little Divine Hammer. Okay, so yeah, that's a fucking bliss out oh, song. Those harmonies, yeah. right, those right. harmonies. So we're dealing with sisters here, uh, so you get a very unique harmony, right. I think. Right, twins. Yeah. We don't even <laughs> yeah. need to go. I this mean, is that's... where I'm starting to go sideways. So both Kim and Kelly Deal played guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have 
Josephine Wiggs on bass, and then so my homeboy, this this fucking dude, uh, Jim McPherson on drums with his tiny short shorts and uh, like cut off tees and stuff. Fuck this guy. He was Big in a safe space. Shirts. Yeah, yeah. Right. So um, we saw them. Uh, 1994 at one of the Lola Paloozas and I may or may not have been on acid and when this song in particular hit us it was very warm and it was just like dude I every time I hear this song I literally trip out nice. that, that's your trigger that's Flashback. your like, yeah, this Flashback, is, yeah this is the MK Ultra shit it, exactly what Leo said. It's such a bliss out song. It was like were you that peaking? Sunny day. I was actually Absolutely. peaking. Okay, yes, so we Leo. just you just admitted <laughs> that you were yes. on acid. Okay, okay. <laughs> we yeah. are fine. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, what was the track that you suggested? Because that has to go into because that's just a different kind of like breeders. Yeah, let's fucking no, do was, it. Let's this just was no. This was the it. track that I wanted. We both picked the same. Oh, track. I oh. picked the other one, which was No Aloha. That's almost what I picked. Which is kind of just like the other side of the last song we just heard. But I think it's worth just a little taste of it. Taste sure. it. All right. Yeah, man, just so fucking moody. Mm-hmm. So moody. And it this that song, I when I was reading some of the lyrics, it, it feels not being a woman, it feels like it's a very empowering song. Um it, it is. And the Breeders actually, are are one of those bands that you just want more of. Mm-hmm. You just Absolutely. wish there were more. Yep. Also because like the, it was all gonna be good. Yeah, the most like genius uh Band name is like such a cool fucking <laughs> right? Yeah. right? Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, I mean, like, girl, like at that age, I was super into the Pixies, but I was super into like the Kim Deal Pixies sure. because I really don't like Frank Black. Right. Um, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Never. Sorry. Sorry. I don't know if that was a hot take. Um, <laughs> uh, I met him once, and he was he seemed pretty nice. That's why everyone can have an opinion, but like just musically. I mean, I was like, you know, a kid. I didn't know him personally. I just didn't like his contribution to the music. It wasn't my gig. Whenever it was her song, I loved it. And then the Breeders came out. I'm like, this is everything I love. Yeah. And a lot of listening to this on cassette in my Volkswagen Fox. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Breeders are absolutely one of my all-time favorite bands i do love frank black i'm a huge lifelong frank black fan but uh there's no there's no sense in which kim deal isn't like a literally like my two favorite songwriters happen to be in the same band and (laughs) you know independently of pixies everything she's done i think is just amazing i love uh all her solo singles that came out a few years ago and then the Breeders' uh, most recent album, I think, was probably like four or five years ago now, but that was a great one. All mm-hmm. Nerve. 
What's what's her tie into Guided by Voices? She's like one of Robert Pollard's. Well, she, like, yeah, friends, she right? kind of was from Dayton. I think she's from Dayton and kind of identified yep. with the Dayton scene. And um, she kind of worked with them. There was something approaching like a quasi affair between her and Bob, I think, at one point. But it got quashed by uh, Bob's wife probably for the best. <laughs> but but basically she said like Kim can't tour with you and she can't be in the band and like she would have been in the band. No gr- but, no girls uh, in the treehouse. Well, that was his that was his post hoc rationalization. Like mm. in actuality his wife was going to leave him if he let Kim come on the tour, you know. Ah. Uh. Because she knew something was up. She knew that there were sparks yeah. going off between those two that were going to like, you know, just mm. put themselves out. Yeah, go out anytime soon. Did um, but you know, did she do Love Hurts else. with Guided by Voices? Was yeah, that, that's yeah. there's a track that's her and Bob singing Love Hurts together, which is oh, uh, one of the smokiest, yeah. most romantic. <laughs> Jeez, I think that was actually it. Like that recording was when Bob's wife heard the that. Smoking she's gun. Like, she's like, yeah. this is not happening, guys. Yeah, <laughs> I can hear it happening in real time, and it's not yeah. going to happen. But yeah, Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Whew. That was, I felt good about that, man. I, I love that Crowd band pleaser. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's next? I forget. Eric? Uh, we're going to go. So that was you and I. I yeah, so go we double. Right. Okay. Um, my next track is Identity by X Ray Specs. And again, here the obvious choice would probably be Oh, Bondage Up Yours. But I first was exposed to x-ray specs on a mixtape and it was identity that was on this mixtape that was made for me by a friend and it absolutely blew me away as soon as i heard this voice and this band i knew i had to know more and i want to share that with you now talk about uh let's talk about x-ray specs for a hot freaking second because that voice and then when you see this video and you guys should all go and look at this video right now because there are braces in the mouths of the lead singer for days and it's the cutest thing and it's really kind of what struck me i think i caught a little of that yeah kind of bjorkish right yeah a little bit you know like those when uh Sugar cubes. Sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So this, this was in 1978 when the punk scene first hit London and polystyrene, who's the, the head of X-ray specs or the voice of X-ray specs rather is kind of tried to dip her toe into the whole ska thing, the whole reggae thing in, in London. Um, but then went and saw the, some sex pistol shows i believe i could be wrong but she went she was checking out the punk scene in london basically and was just blown away and immediately decided she needed to start a band and in their 
very short career. They only have one album and like oh, really? five singles. Yeah, that's Crazy. it. Crazy. We have a very, very truncated list of what we can experience with X-ray specs. Um, but in that, in that very short, that, that's the recorded stuff. You know, I'm right. sure there's, I'm sure there's other stuff out there. I'm sure you can find live stuff and recordings. That, you know, that happen sort of externally, but. You know, they were they were even in their brief period sharing bills with um, bands like the English English punk band, the drones, not to be confused with Australian, the, the current Australian band, the drones, um, but also like Buzzcocks, um, Chelsea, a lot of these bands, they were sharing these the bills with in, in London during the 19 late 1970s punk scene. Um, Very cool. Which is time. pretty, <laughs> you know, pretty serious for that time. street yeah. cred yeah. as far right. as, as I'm concerned. But in, in her voice, I hear, I hear the influence that she's kind of passed on to, mm-hmm. especially bands, which are going to be obvious to most people like Bikini Kill. Right. Um, but I also hear the selector in her, which is a ska band um, also that, should check out because they're amazing it's another female fronted ska band which was great unusual Uh, summer's coming we're gonna turn that ska up loud loud and proud because the selectors it's great any time of year honestly but yes yes (laughs) which was another pick on mine but we didn't get to it but anyway um so there's, yeah, there's time yet. We might get to it in the future. Yes, yeah, definitely. And even even their their big song, the um, "Oh Bondage Up Yours," sort of there's some there's some talk about how it kind of gave birth to the whole Riot Girl movement and have it being more of a you know mantra. But she was very much bunch more like, no, it's it's not strictly feminist. It's more of a political statement, and you know she's very punk in her roots, which was everybody kind of you know, for themselves. It was, it was feminist in a way, but it was not just exclusively feminist. So anyway, because it was so class warfare at that point. That's such a good pick because it just is that kind of like do it yourself, no matter who you are, right? Mm -hmm. Who or what you are. Yeah. Yeah. So these are iconic, empowering pick. I would say I love x-ray specs and polystyrene and you should too. And check them out. <laughs> and if you don't, fuck off. Yeah. Unlike and unsubscribe. Yeah. Who the who the hell is next? I don't want you, Eric. Eric's Sorry, next. Is it me? Yes. Uh, okay. Let's pull up uh, Long Hot's Nickel and Dime.
Uh, yeah, so the, the my, my razor for most of the other stuff I picked was just people who are doing stuff like right now, like not necessarily my favorite female artist of all time, but my favorite female artist right this second. Um, nice. Who are currently active for the most part. And this is, um, Long Hots are a band uh, that has, you know, there's three, it's three women. The singer is Rosalie Middleman, who also puts out her own records, uh, solo records, which are totally different from this. This is a very, um, to me, Long Hots kind of sounds like a, like a Velvet Underground bootleg or something. Like it's very kind of basic and primitive rock and roll. Um, but the other stuff she does is in a completely different vein and uh, I appreciate that uh, she is uh, just kind of, there's no boundary to, um, and that's I think what I have in common on my list is a lot of these female artists who are kind of uh, crossing boundaries and, and uh, she makes pure noise music, pure instrumental abstract noise music. And then she does these solo albums that are kind of very lushly produced, almost like Fleetwood Mac kind of with beautiful singing and harmonies. And, and uh, she works with different people every time. So the through line is always kind of like her writing and her voice and what she wants to do with it. Um, but then the Long Hots is just like pure rock and roll fun, I think. Um, and the the bass player is from a band called Spacen. Uh, so she, I think she's from Philadelphia. So she, they have a lot of connections to just kind of like Philadelphia psych rock and roll. Um, and, uh, so yeah, check out Rosalie and the long hots. Nice. Yeah. Another, another prolific kind of choice there. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, uh, drum beat fucking got me right here. Mm-hmm. And yeah. just the production of it definitely sounds like something Osmia might do. <laughs> no, if I, no, I'm not trying to. I think this is the first it's time we name I mean, dropped on the podcast. All right, but I mean, it's something I could hear you be influenced by for sure, sure. Leo. Mm-hmm. There was a an old, not old, probably somewhere in the '90s, early 2000s, uh, compilation called "Girls in the Garage," which is real fucking good. Uh, and that it's that sound, it's that yeah, like, yeah, old, old school like girl garage band, right? Yeah. You yeah. worked. Uh, you grew up uh, working in record stores and continued that for a while. Uh, fifteen a, years from when I was like fifteen <laughs> years old yeah. until I was thirty years. Oh, thirty-five. So it was longer than fifteen years. Yeah. So you uh, definitely got 20. to hear like a lot of like. I would think you got to hear a lot of unique music, or were on the yeah. like kind of. You know the industry. You you were getting. I was one of those terrible record store. That's people. all I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said it. I'm glad you said it. Your words. Your words. Your words. Your words. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I accept it. Great. Yeah. Uh, that that's something that crosses gender lines. Actually, mm-hmm. so that's that's just. We're all terrible record store people. I think it's, so. it's completely. Yeah, it just happens. <laughs> yes. Eric, Eric, anything else you want to add about the long hots? Uh, no, I think I covered the long hot spaces. I mean, that's great. Thank you. If for you that guys one. are hearing long hots, then that's my job is complete. You've done, yeah, you've done the yeah. Lord's work for yes. sure. Absolutely. Yep. Right. Sh- Who's sh- next? You are, sir. I'm up again. Well, okay. we went with breeders double. Do you want to pass? No, I'm going to do my own little thing here for a okay. second. And I'm going to try to smash together, uh, some two different <laughs> artists here. I'm going to, I'm going to, d- talk about dolly parton and specifically a track that has been kind of like a little hot lately it's come kind of come back and that's jolene 
Um, but I I love Dolly Parton. Uh, I don't think there's just a been a very person alive right now that doesn't love Dolly Parton. Right, yeah. but I and feel I like I don't mean to diminish you, but she's I, a goddamn no, but I mean it's, it's just like. Yeah. Growing up, uh, being kind of like an '80s kid, I just feel like she was kind of ubiquitous mm-hmm. in my life. And a nominee for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year, right? So finally, finally, she did, yeah, but she they're did they're decline. not letting her. Yeah, yeah, they, they're demanding <laughs> that she gets in. They're not allowing her declination. So <laughs> that's funny. Um, the world has spoken, Dolly. Dolly, you can't say your no. Place no means yes on the throne. <laughs> My song, my choice. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, sorry. Over to you. (laughs) No, no. I just, she was, I just feel like she's always been in my life. I know this is a pretty uh, pedestrian pick at this point, maybe. A little predictable. Well, you could play the slowed down version. Have you you heard the slowed down? You know what? I've heard it. I've I've heard the slowed down version, but you know, I like the get up and go of the actual original. But at least... Can I say though that I'm not a fan of the pentatonics version? I mean, those people sound no. like no. robots no. from the pentatonics. Agree. That's a Disney. That's a Disneyland Agreed. head. Yeah, your Disney yeah, head they, they, comment. I, mean, I don't know. Right there. I, uh, if I could sidebar, like people think this like <laughs> acapella band, like it just sounds like the most fake thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, it's, it's terrifying. terrifying. Oh, wow, it's, it's literally so terrifying. Yeah. Don't burn that for our not quite ready for production disney podcast okay. we will discuss the pentatonics and verna von braun can we hear okay, some jolene but, but yeah. wait a minute I want, wait, who are yes? you going to possibly mash dolly parton up with we'll have he to find to out after joe okay hold all right, both all right. of Sorry, your thoughts i'm getting ahead i'm getting ahead i apologize before we Don't start mashing dolly. any of dolly's bits okay <laughs> drop it of auburn hair with ivory skin and eyes of emerald green Your smile is like a breath of spring Your voice is soft like summer rain and I cannot compete Oh, Jolene Fucking heartbreaker Jesus, Dolly Absolutely, just Like anyone could actually compare to Dolly Yeah, but when she starts about you could easily take my man I do, I Wow, I'm gonna need a second Mm. No, but I mean, <clears throat> we all know Dolly Parton. I'm not going to give anyone a fucking history lesson on her. But who I do want to smash her up with is um, someone yeah. kind of... That's did that didn't sound misogynistic. Leo, Leo, Leo. like to smash her up with. Maybe no, it was because no, we maybe no maybe, artist ar- maybe artistically it was all speaking the, the misogyny that's been seeped out of the our uh, the. Beatles that we've been This is not to. the Flaming Pie <laughs> podcast where we recently reviewed A Hard Day's Night, one of the Beatles' most misogynistic album. Yes. And if you want to hear that, you'll have to go to Flaming Pie uh, podcast. But <laughs> please do not derail me. Um, 
we're going to discuss Susie and the Banshees. Oh, hell yeah. Wow. Okay, that's Okay, that's so that. we're jumping ahead kind of at least a little bit in my my uh music uh discovery. Uh and I'm going to focus on again, predictable 1985 Cities in Dust. Oh, so good. Uh, and I get feelings from both of these songs. I guess that's the overarching uh uh, theme with both of these. That you need I get very. Together. You're smashing these together. I get very strong feelings from Susie and the Banshees, Cities in Dust, and if you if you don't know it, you're gonna know it now. So, please. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's <laughs> it's the it's it is the sax. Reminds me of like Lost Boys. Oh. No, that's the shit I don't know right why that there. Happens, but, oh. No, it does. No. Oh, 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 come on, everybody. <laughs> and no. Nice. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I really well, actually so I want to see if you can do a mashup of those two songs. Like that. Eric is the, Eric's the producer. Can I put that? Eric's the producer on this one. Do you want me to one. Make them work as a single piece of music? Yeah. I want you to mash them together. Well, so, uh, so it's called Eric. It's called paid. Eric Magic. It's called the Eric Magic. I'm, I'm glad that I'm getting paid commensurate with my talents. Absolutely. <laughs> Please join one of our Patreon tiers for Christ's sake. It's okay. It's I'll, the like, work I'll this take guy over the, uh, the so, soundboard and make it happen. <laughs> right. We gotta. So. Uh, uh, another band that I was lucky enough to see at Lollapalooza. Lollapalooza was amazing for 90s kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we got to see like a huge spread of amazing bands. Um, I They were like the second ones on. So we were super close to the stage and it was just like... I don't remember this at all. This was Lollapalooza. <laughs> this was Lollapalooza <laughs> 1. You may not have... You may have been there, but not with me. Um, and it was just like <laughs> intense in your face. It's so atmospheric. And again, another I've I've picked artists where you can almost just say their first name, uh, mm -hmm. Susie, or or just like it's another like one one word wonder. Yeah. So what's the the mashup point? We'll leave that to Eric. Um, any. So you just snuck in a song. You so just you did go, two at once yeah, for no reason. Yeah, yeah I'm trying to like, that's I'm funny. trying to get through. I had it over. In any way. That sounds right. like they uh, are related. Like, and I, I said that I, they, both these songs give me intense feelings. Feelings. Now what those feelings wow. are. I, we don't say? need to. And if you want to get what those feelings are, you're going to get it. Drop, get behind drop, that, a, drop a DM. Drop you're going to have to get behind that paywall. 
Who's next? Unless okay. uh, who who else has thoughts on Susie? Oh, I mean, I could oh, go on and Lord. on about Susie. Well, that's what right? I mean. I this mean, is a lot. I was here. a young we need goth a whole child. Separate <laughs> podcast about both Dolly and Susie. And we yes, may have to come back different. to that. You know, can we do a goth episode? Can we do a goth oh. mixtape? Yes. Hell yeah. So yep. not to thought. derail from Susie and the Banshees, but a thought that I had for a future podcast would be goth music from around the world. So if that is you also good. are in a goth band and you're listening, let us know. Or, or if you're into some goth shit that's from wherever the fuck in the world, mm-hmm. shoot us a message. What, yeah, what just sh- email us. We haven't, yeah, yeah, just email us. We're ready There's, to hear from you guys. Yeah. There's some solid goth kids in like Puerto We'll play Rico your right shit. Now. There's some solid goth shit solid from goth Mexico, Mexico, from yeah. South America. There's some really cool shit out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Susie and the Banshees, like um, definitely that vocal style. Um, Beautiful man, I want to hear more of it. Like, and how literally she, right now, you know, Robert Smith played in her band yep. before, yep. you know, doing their thing. But in my head, they're siblings. Like, yeah, Susie you know what? Yeah, almost you could see. That. I want to watch that show. Yeah. yeah, actually, that would be. Great. I think it's called The Adams Family. I yep. think so. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite goth bands, which is also female, like fronted that I skip this time because I just, I, I just, I, so and for no other reason, There's just because much. I was like, I was like, I just, just go with the first ones in my mind. It was a, a switch. I was going to say Switchblade Symphony, but oh, yes. we just, we, we discussed this on our first episode, uh, the typo negative episode, my love for. Go back so, to that uh, yeah. episode, right? Yeah. Switchblade Symphony. I love them. But uh, it was pointed life. out to me by you, Mickey, that. Uh, when we first started like hanging out, and I was like, I like this music, and you were like, Oh yeah, that person loves uh, Susie. Yes, yeah. So mm-hmm. it's definitely yeah, hugely influential. Yep. So we're gonna move on to myself, mm-hmm. um, and what I chose was a band called Pylon with the song "Cool." debut single which was uh, cool on one side dub on the other side released in 1979 off of db records um they are a band from athens georgia formed in 1979 um they were like art school students and uh they they, they are one of these like punk kind of stories where they didn't really claim or really know 
they weren't musicians. You know, they just fucking did it. They, they Our to, kids. Yeah, yeah, they just fucking did it. Um, so was if, that song released in '79? Yes. That's crazy. That sounds yeah. Like it sounds way more later. modern, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. It, it was amazing. Like I discovered uh, Pylon because of an album that actually Eric recommended to me, which was REM's. Um, what's that cover album? That they did? Dead Letter Office, which is mm-hmm. again, yeah. yeah, that's definitely how I came into contact with Pylon as well. So we yeah, they they cover the song Crazy, which is also fucking great, and you should listen to that. But upon discovering this album or this song, I uh, just realized like I'm like I'm gonna be a huge fan of this band. I, I love this song. It is so cool. There's a lot of similarities in the vocals between that and Kim Gordon. Uh-huh. I, I can hear those qualities. Yeah, in abs- both of those tracks, and they're totally. They're, that's why I asked when it was released because. Yeah. <laughs> So, They're so ahead of their time. Yeah, yes. Absolutely. That's, that's nuts. Yeah. Oh, not to poach your notes here. I can see that uh, you said the B-52s were in the audience at the time. And I can yeah. mm. totally hear mm. like that. Yeah. It's oh. just so like. Upon the yeah, the like, first two shows, right. they had bem- members of the B-52s like dancing around to their fucking music. Absolutely. You know? yeah, yeah. You yeah. can yeah. Like, hear this that. This is life. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So this song is all hooks. Everything mm-hmm. about this song is just ridiculously awesome and just hooky um the vocal the the vocals styles of uh vanessa briscoe i think her lane her her last name is hyphenated now i'm not sure but uh, (laughs) um anyway she just kills it in the song and most songs i really like her style i really like this band fucking pylon man go out there and listen to them yeah man we like I really feel like everyone brought something to the table with with these, like some of these bands I've I've never even heard of. I'm not, I feel I'm I feel like, but that's the point. The point was to like was to all just like get together and like just talk about music that we're all impassioned that we're all very passionate about. I mean that's kind of the that was kind of the point of this whole podcast. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. I forget who's ne- oh sorry. We start. Uh, who's, who's, we go to Heather. Yeah, so any further thoughts on uh, Eric what did what did you think of that shit? Uh I rep for Pylon. I, uh, this is a great time cuz they just somewhat recently came out with the complete Pylon box set. Yeah, was it something that you had been I mean, I know you're just a head across the uh, board, I, but it was I something I haven't got that the you, box set. I do have the Jesus the, Christ, the Eric, stop Chomp. spending money on these box sets. <laughs> I, I have the no, first pressing of their album Chomp. So I feel pretty satisfied that that to me has most of the main hits on it. So, you know, the right. box set is is something to pick up at a later date. I think that's sure. awesome. Great. I am jealous. Heather, what's next? I'm gonna go with a song that I'm pretty sure is I okay. So I listen to this song all. The time, and I'm fairly certain it drives Jason crazy. I love this Yay. song, actually. Do you? Yeah, because all right. So seriously, a little. Is it? Go ahead. Let me it's, see if it's, it's the same one. It's town that get down, stay downs. I do like this song. I'm shocked at that. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm really happy to hear that because I do listen to it all the goddamn time. All right. Let's. Should we hear it before we talk about it, or do you uh, want to okay, talk yeah. about so it and is, then hear it? This is, Town the Get Down Stay Downs, the song is uh, Bag of Hammers. All right, let's do it. Mm-hmm. 
So it's kind of funny, and I hope you don't mind me taking the lead on this Go one. Go for it. I'm shocked right now. All right. It's <laughs> just <laughs> amazed. It's kind of coming. Mansplain it to us, Chase. Let me mansplain. I, can. <laughs> I can't talk on the band per se, but for the song proper uh, and how it pertains, oddly enough, to this episode, it was you put this on a mixtape you made for me. Um, which was the first time in maybe 20 some odd years anyone had made me a mixtape. <laughs> um, and it was fucking amazing, man. Every song on that album I obviously fell in love with. Oh, nice. Because it obviously meant something to you. Oh, so it immediately meant sweet. something to me. Oh. Um, so and yeah, I- this song, I remember uh, we, as Jake and I, uh, drove across the country to get from uh, New Hampshire to Portland, Oregon. We were playing that mixtape over and over again, and I, I I heard this song in almost probably almost every state going across <laughs> the fucking country, man. Oh, which yeah. is great because it is just this like plea just to remind like, you see America. what's gonna happen. It is, yeah. and so it was perfect for that. You made a perfect mixtape, um, and this guy. Uh, is uh this i'm sorry (laughs) this This. band um actually has some roots in in um portland so while while they say sorry dallas from virginia uh you can clean that up from san francisco now uh when this album was recorded and released uh she lived briefly in portland oregon which is where our story comes together um yeah it's it's just a brilliant like this entire album is yeah. this testament to mental illness, which I deeply love. <laughs> uh, you yeah. love mental illness. Well, it's just like, it's this bizarre like mix where everything sounds so sweet, but is so dark. And that's most of the music I like. Uh, Truly. And I, I hate that I keep doing this, but <laughs> I also like this kind of thing because oh if you like this then you're gonna love this you Mm -hmm. know but i'm getting like moldy peaches absolutely no like straight up 100 percent. yeah like they are they're totally related yeah 100 percent. and i love moldy peaches also another uh female they're both uh, male and female but um check them out yeah like that's yeah a huge influence and Definitely. Constantly compared, yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And can we uh, just take a moment to talk about, like, the idea of what a mixtape is? And yeah, man. I think a lot of people who who discovered the mixtape might be latecomers to uh, embrace a podcast. Uh, maybe not. 
but myself <laughs> included. Uh, yeah, hey, look at uh, Eric's uh, tape. He's got a mixtape right CD there. It's gorgeous. But you know, if you've never, ever received or made a mixtape for someone or from someone, man, man, you are missing out. And you know what? If you've never have, Fucking right into shame, us. Fucking shame I will make on you. one for Maybe you. Maybe we should set <laughs> yeah. up a PO box and people oh, can send damn. in mixtapes. Like a massive mixtape. Yeah. They can submit and they can request. So we you can, can save the the ask United for States yeah, Postal Service. If yeah. you subscribe to our oh, this is a fucking, this is brilliant. Yeah, Send absolutely. Yeah. Paywall. Because it is paywall. A, it is an a paywall art. on the PO box. You got to scale that fucking paywall. It's an absolute art because I remember that, you know, I, I put so much time <laughs> in these mixtapes and I made a Seriously. brilliant one. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to lie about that. It was brilliant for my friend Tisa. <laughs> It was so good that when she bought a new car, didn't have a tape player. So she took it somewhere and had it converted to a CD for really? her because she loved it so much. But at the same time, she was like, it still doesn't have that same thing because there was the, in my mixtape mixology way, you know, I ended side one with a clip of something. And then I started side two with a clip of something else and it worked together. But in a CD, it's just sort of, in the middle of the CD, mm-hmm. it was just kind of weird. You know, it wasn't the same as like, oh, I have to flip the tape over now. <laughs> you, you lose the magic of being able to flip the you record, do. flip that, flip that tape over. Yeah, yes. right, right. Because yeah. there is that welcome to side two. Yes, yeah, like that kind of. Yes, yeah, it's another the next chapter. You know, flipping right. of a page, right. of a book versus a Kindle. Well, I think right. that's why people in general are trying desperately to cling on to analog media as much as they can to have these tactile experience experiences whether it's you know buying a vinyl setup look at eric's fucking bullshit or getting a simple or or (laughs) right or getting a simple or getting a simple boom box to flip a tape over you can do whatever you want love eric i i I, I wasn't aware that there was any other way to listen to music i mean i just thought (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) where's your gramophone eric (laughs) <laughs> oh, there it is. There it's it is. actually just a, it's literally just a behind his, his head's blocking. <laughs> That's all. It, yeah, got it. Got it's it. it's actually just the high fidelity background that you can put on your Zoom meeting. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. We've been listening to I all the song on Reddit. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's not even. Yeah, he's in a fucking derelict warehouse in Long Beach right now. <laughs> There's no no shame. You sound beautiful. You sound great coming in. <laughs> I don't know who went last and who's next. Yeah, who's uh, next? So I was gonna say we're gonna flip to side two. And go over to Mickey. Okay. Um, well, I I'm didn't do her shit up. any more go. research, but I felt, you know, that I just had to give a shout out to just one of my favorite bands in general. And that is Stereolab. Um, still touring, still doing it, still doing everything that they've done for, I don't even know, decades, centuries. Who knows? Um they're amazing from front to back. Um, I think I was exposed to them much later um, than I should have been, but I was exposed to them from a, from a friend of mine um, with either Dots and Loops or Emperor Tomato Ketchup. I can't remember, but it was one of those albums, and it, it immediately was like, who is this? What I need to know everything. And since then, I have seen them every time they've toured in fact we were supposed to see them in 2020 but in boston but yeah. yep. covid kind of shut us down from that so i'm i'm hoping to 
see them as soon as possible. But let's let's hear a little bit of Emperor Tomato Ketchup, the lead-in. might take a while to actually get to the vocals though huh it's sick though already <laughs> it sounds like <laughs> a Stax record or some shit do you know do you know stereo Lab? a little bit oh, so I, I played you i played you some jason and you were like i was odd you were like you were not you weren't into it i was like, maybe i was having a bad nuts. day i tend to have a lot of them it's <laughs> can i it's can i brag for a minute <laughs> yeah yes, please, please you want to vamp I, are you I'm vamping I'm on the guest list for the San Diego show. Stop it. Yeah. Stop, Stop it. Stop it. Jesus Stop it. Stop it. Because I know somebody Stop who it. knows somebody who knows the bar manager. Good job. Job <laughs> it. I don't, I don't know if that includes backstage access, but we'll see. Oh, God. Well, you know Let's what? Play. She's one of those people that'll come out to the front anyway. I mean, I, we we saw her in Costa Mesa at that, that bar. What? Detroit bar? Detroit, Detroit Bar, but it was when with they, Monad. When they were Monad, yeah. Um, oh, Monad, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but she she was just hanging out out front having a cigarette, and I was just like, oh my god, Leo. Yeah, they like they walked across the street and got some like coffee and had a cigarette, yeah. and we we're just like, oh my god. <laughs> and nobody was yeah. chatting them up, and I was just like, yeah, we were fucking starstruck. Yeah. Patricia. Yeah, she's amazing. And gotta give props to mary hansen r.i.p r.i.p uh, the the two the two voices together that's the classic story they, they still do a really good job with it they do they do and the i'm glad i'm together. glad that they've you know decided to press on but we can get into that when okay here it is yeah so here it is. we may want to revisit the stuff that we talked about uh, no it's recording it's recording okay just no, we should. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think Eric can figure it. Everybody's out. got something to say about it's an amazing Lab producer. You know, they they did they did stop producing for a while. You can keep playing this because it's just awesome. Um, no touchy, no touchy, no touchy. Uh, so yeah, they stopped for a little while because, of course, one of their you know main present founding members was killed in. Uh, moped accident was it like a vespa bicycle accident was yeah. it a was bicycle. it a bicycle Killed i thought it was like a bicycle or a moped she got hit on the street on a you know a, right inside a vehicle but a vehicle that you ride on right so. right so, so killed in the most stereo lab way possible Jesus pretty much Christ, yeah guys. and it was just awful and so they they stopped performing for a long time and then they formed a secondary band called monad which we've talked about or which we've mentioned um which was also amazing also very stereo lab very amazing but um they've recently come back together as stereo lab which is fantastic um and yeah there's just a lot of this and honestly if you have to get anything done in your house if you have to get a project done if you have to do anything yeah, you if you have to that. gear yourself up if you have to just give yourself a boost if it's just a nice sunny day throw this shit on and it will definitely make you happy and glad and you'll dance and you'll get your stuff done and it's that just like <laughs> constantly amazing so and i'm just amazed by her every time again she's she's kind of like that uh deborah ilal for me where she gets you know i've seen her on a stage in like a floral dress you know that was just it was she wasn't trying to be a rock star she wasn't trying to be anybody other than exactly who she was mm -hmm. and that was just you know 
Yeah, they're, a singer. They're yeah. utterly incomparable. They are so much absolutely. themselves. Absolutely. And they've been doing it long enough to be that way, which yeah. is just amazing. But the fact that they're not, you know, bending to any pretense or trying to be anybody other than exactly who they are, it's just amazing. So, and, and also, Stereo Lab is one of those bands when I, I have that disease where you walk into a record store and you immediately forget who you're looking for. And if it's not David Bowie, it's, it's Stereo Lab. Yeah. So, yeah. And I have a deep obsession with Stereo Lab bootlegs. Uh, mm-hmm. Collect everything that I can get digitally. And Which I'm sure I there's have, a ton of, right? Yeah, there's oh, tons. I mean, I've, I, I've made. They're um, so prolific. A series of digital box sets for myself, and I have shared them. You can look me up on archive.org. But, uh, I will. For every tour, um, because I feel like, you know, as great as their records are, they're 10 times better live. Oh, Absolutely. my God. Yeah, live, they just... Absolutely. They're brutal. Like, the drums are just so intense. Like it just, the, the albums are a really cool listen, but the live performances are just a completely different experience. Like it yes. is yeah. so much more sonically explosive. Agreed. As, as sonically explosive as their albums are live is just a completely different beast. Yes. Yep. Yep. All time favorite. Please check them out. Give them a listen, go to their shows. All yeah. of it. Yeah. I think they're touring soon again. Probably. Yeah. I wouldn't, I mean, yeah, all those dates kind of went, yeah. I will be going to the San Diego show. Ugh. Good for you. That's awesome. It's amazing. Eric, it seems like this is kind of where everyone's going to kind of do their last uh, pick here. Okay, so, so last, yeah, last what do you got pick. here? Um, I'm going to go with Monica Brooks. The one I don't I'm gonna have. Surpri- I'm going to surprise myself and call an audible <laughs> on myself. Yeah. Hold on. Really I'll good. just I'll just start talking and you can let it play. Go for yes. it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. It's beautiful. No, I mean, it's, it's very good. I, everyone has a role to play. Go ahead, Eric. Go for Eric. Um, yeah. So this this album is really incredible. This is one that um, a friend of, a friend of mine named Sam from Australia, who we I've probably shouted out like four times on the podcast. Already. Hi, Sam. Uh, hey, Sam. Uh, I guess this is his personal close personal friend. Um, and he, I, he kind of just like sent it to me, not really knowing whether I would like it. And I, I didn't know whether I would like it, but it, it's so, so deeply in my wheelhouse. Um, this so she, to me, she's Australian then. She's Australian and she's a solo piano performer. I guess she does other stuff as well. I think she has like a, a choir based project, which I have not heard except maybe a few clips on YouTube or something. But, okay. Um, yeah, so this is deep, what I, I would call deep minimalism, where yes. it's about taking very simple phrases and expanding them out to incredible length. Um, and, you you know, you could... <laughs> hey, I'm sorry if you guys aren't into the no, minimalism. Yo, no, 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 no. I, no, loved, no. I loved your explanation, Em. That, I was like... It is really good. <laughs> it is really out good. It was incredible, incredible to, length. To, 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 to
No, but it's like as, uh, actually not, as not you're talking, it's going to be over in three and a half minutes. You know? Right? No, but as you're talking, like there's this like build going on right now where it's like so like it's so many fantastic. layers yeah. happening. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. that was a very good description at a very timely spot. Right. Yes. Well, this this piece that I picked starts out with very discreet things that she's doing. And it gradually builds up into this rolling crescendo where you can't hear individual notes anymore. And it's all just piano. And, you know, I love that. I love Terry Riley. I love, um, you know, Steve Reich and stuff like that where it's it's mm-hmm. just about layered sounds. But yes. this is just doing that all spontaneously in a live piano environment. I don't, I honestly don't really know a lot about her other than just having been recommended her through a friend. As, as somebody that he knows, you know, personally. Yeah. Um, but to me, I mean, it's fascinating because the music connects to so many other traditions that I already, like, feel invested in. Sure. And um, it's so unique. I mean, not not so many, not not that many people are doing this kind of thing. Right, And right. it sounds like she's not coming at it from a very, like, um, you know, academic kind of... It's not like she's getting state grants or something. I don't know how she's... You right. know, doing this uh, for love. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I mean, it Passion. seems like just this kind of like almost like outsider minimalism or something. I, I you know, so I highly recommend right. it if you are willing to invest the time to just kind of sit down and let this thing take you away. You know, the 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 small details begin to become really important. That's the that's how this music works for me. I think. Right. Sure. Right. Yeah. I mean, like if people are into stuff like. Godspeed, Black Ember, or something like that, or just our classical music in general. Like, sure, um, yeah, yeah. It it definitely has this, you know, this build up and this you experience something as a whole, rather than rather than a two minute like piece of fodder. Yeah, no, I. It's a lot of sound, and it's almost like it's all the sound, and it's the vacuum of sound, like like Godspeed, and like the the what was it the. Hundred guitars that we saw. At oh, the, Glen Bronca. Yeah, Glen Bronca. That that oh. experiment where it was just right, all encompassing, but also it seemed kind of nullifying. Yeah, yeah, like the its own sound canceled itself out somehow, <laughs> and you got sort of engrossed in your own. I, I remember sitting there and being because we saw them at Disney Music Concert Hall like ages ago, at Glen. Bronca. Glen Bronca, yeah. beautiful venue, and it is a beautiful venue, and it's amazing. But I remember sitting there for the the longest period of time and thinking to myself, like, "Oh my god, I haven't been, really been listening to the music. I've just been like in my head." But I probably I was I was listening to the music. It was just taking me to a different place yeah, was, where I was, was just sort of you. yeah, I was having these visions that were outside the music. So it was kind of it was interesting, and mm-hmm. I could see that being the same here yeah that that leads like my first instinct is this is what i want to listen to when i meditate absolutely absolutely have to listen to music when i meditate and this is 100 something i would i would meditate to yeah yeah yeah. you can feel your head like you can feel your spine aligning you can feel your head elevating like it's beautiful and just really nice yeah Yeah. thank you for that eric no it's true man i never let myself get like give my i don't give myself over enough Sure. Uh, as I should, but I think no, a lot you of, don't. I, I it's true, <laughs> but I, I think uh, you touched on something that we kind of have hit in in every one of our episodes is you should approach music, uh, especially like albums, uh, 
it's all an experience you know what i mean try to like take it in as much as you can because we are in this not bizarre uh but we are in a streaming environment nowadays so if yes. you can take your take time to like find either these longer does, tracks does this look like or a enjoy a environment to you <laughs> no 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 but you know what it, <laughs> you know what i'm getting wall. at so we're we're drawing closer to the end i'm gonna go with the pointer sisters wow uh and put another artist in the uh back seat because i feel like uh I mean, you don't need to explain yourself with Pointer <laughs> Sisters. Okay. They are the, the shit. I had two, I had two very different bands to Fuck. choose from. I got to tell you. And one of them is going in honorable mentions and one of them is staying here. I was in a deep dive TikTok. <laughs> hashtag skate dance <laughs> tunnel this morning and heavily featured Pointer Sisters, and I was fuck? so happy. Let's just drop Never 1984's Automatic here briefly. Okay. Please. So we all understand what the fuck I'm talking about, okay? What you doing to me? I'm utterly at your whim. All of my defenses down. Your camera looks to me with its X-ray vision, and all systems run the ground. All I can manage to push from my lips is a stream of absurdity. Okay, so these are literally Pointer Sisters, if you all didn't know. They're all sisters. The Sisters of Pointer? Right. Started up in the 70s. Um, should have a crest. <laughs> well, Mickey, beyond a crest, they have something better. They have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, mm. which they received in 1994. <laughs> but, man, okay, whether it's... Uh, which Eddie Murphy movie was it? All of them? Was it, it was one of the Beverly Hills Cops. Beverly Hills Cops. Cop. Yes. Cop. You were playing 80s uh, radio, top 40. You were just going to fucking hear a man, and you were going to mm -hmm. be all the fuck right with it. I love I love all their hits, man. How many Grammys did they win? Uh, three Grammys. Uh, I mean, there's 13 jump, US. Neutron Dance, yeah. Slow Hand, Automatic, Jump, Fire. Yeah, yeah. I'm on? so excited. I'm so excited. So from, okay, so literally from 79 to 85, they were ruling the airwaves. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So and that's what I have to say about that I mean, other than like, they just fucking feel really 
great as an artist. They're amazing. I also have a weird relationship with them because they were, aside from Grace Slick, also a very good female musician. Yes. they were one of my mom's favorite bands. Like, yeah, mom nice. can listen to it too. They were like nice. one of my that's mom's jams. Nice. And so yeah. that's immediately my association. Shout out right. Jackie. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jackie. Yeah. My dad also, I'm going to give my dad a shout out too, because he was a big female artist listener. And he, when I busted into his car at one point, he had one of those case logics and oh it was God. heavy right. on the Madonna, the Whitney <laughs> Houston Good for mm-hmm. him. and mm-hmm. the ABBA. He was going there with nice. the female vocalists, and I appreciated it. Who's next? Or a band that I chose. Leo's yeah. bringing us home. Called Bring Tropical, us home, Leo. Tropical Fuckstorm. Hey, hold on. Before we drop the song, I'm going to admit that I'm going to double down. Yeah. You just I didn't realize how much time. You're going to smash them together. I didn't really have. Yeah. But they are related. Two bands from Australia, Tropical Fuckstorm and ModCon, featuring some of the same members. But we're going to talk about Tropical Fuckstorm first. And let's hear this song, Suburbopia. Oh. No, no, Suburbiopia. That is off the album Deep States, which I have on vinyl, and I was very happy to get on like the orange vinyl. I took the dive and got that pre-order. Anyway, um, that's from the album Deep States, released in 2021 on TFS slash Joy- Joyful Noise. Um, Tropical Fuckstorm is somewhat of a super group from Australia, featuring members of uh, the Drones, Gareth Lydiard. Uh, who's also in Springtime and um, uh, Tropical Fox Arm Drones. Check that stuff out. Very good stuff. Uh, also in this band is uh, Fiona Kitchen. Am I saying her, her name right? Kitchen. Sure. Kitchen? Am I saying her, her name hesitantly? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 Absolutely. Okay. Well, also, she's in the Drones. Fucking two amazing musicians. Uh, and then they bring in even more amazing musicians. Uh, Lauren Hamill from High Tension, who plays drums in this band and is fucking insane on drums. Well, uh, yeah. Also featuring Erica Dunn uh, from Erica the band. Dunn. From ModCon, Harmony. Uh, from the band ModCon. And then also a different band, Harmony. Yet another band, Palm Springs. She plays guitars, keyboards. And She's stuff. a real overachiever. <laughs> she, yeah. Speaking of which, she yeah. The, when I 
you you actually Mickey you you saw Tropical Fuckstorm with me yes. in Boston and it was just a fucking insane like having yeah. seen the drones before and knowing the drones uh, also this all goes back to Sam so thank you Sam for listening for introducing you, us Sam. to so much fucking cool music man um, seeing Tropical Fuckstorm live just made me want to chop off my fingers and be like I have no business playing guitar because these people are guitar players I am merely like a guitar user, you know. That's not true. <laughs> That's not um, true. You're good, Leo. Oh, stop. So, yeah, just just seeing this band live and and like reading about them, and knowing that they were so somewhat of a super group. It wasn't until when I saw them live, uh, or shortly before that, I thought to check out all the other bands that I was not familiar with. You know, I was I already knew of the Drones, I knew of Gareth Lydier doing his solo stuff. Um, and then, you know, Tropical Fluxstorm blew my mind. So I had to check out everything else. And, uh, yeah, a high tension. The, the percussion is fucking insane. Really intense. Same, you can say the same for, trop- for Tropical Fluxstorm. Like, Jesus Christ, uh, those drums are killer. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Erica Dunn's guitar playing just rips shit up. I assumed that it was Gareth Lydier doing all like the intense guitar work because I just know the drones. I never really listened. Because he's a man. And, <laughs> sure. And I never and I, and I never listened to Modcon before. I just didn't on, know. Damn. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, it was a real awakening is what you're saying. Yes. Do you what, want me to what I assumed was I assumed that Gareth did all the crazy shit and then she did some like more keyboard stuff because I just didn't know. And and then when I saw them play and I saw her playing the, the really intense shit as well, and I was just like, holy fuck, I don't even understand Gareth. I never really understand Gareth Lydiard's playing. It's just beyond my capability of understanding guitar work. She was just doing the same shit and like crazier shit. So- and I was just like, holy fuck, I need to know what I need to discover, you know, what else she does. And um, I was pleasantly surprised by the band ModCon, uh, and I've been a fan of everything they've done and we're going to listen to one of their songs right now called Electric Whip. released on City Records in 2021. Um, again, some really cool shit coming from Australia, and I cannot thank our good friend Sam for like starting this. Just funny. thanks, Sam. Yeah, yeah those are all the shit. Uh, yeah, some hot tracks. 
Yeah, so uh, the band recorded their first album with Gareth Lydiard of the Drones uh, and Tropical Fuckstorm and Springtime. Uh, this song, the riff just really got me, but what really got me and what I chose not to include in the little clip was the outro of this song, which is really cool. And you should go experience that for yourself. Definitely check out ModCon. They're fucking awesome. There's literally not a moment of those songs that aren't out of place. Like, they are so good at what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are solid. Yeah. I, I feel like this is not only an ode to women, this is also an ode to Australia. So thanks, Australia. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should go around and give any honorable mentions okay. uh, that we have. All right. We, I mean, there's so much we've all left on the table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes. We, we have to at least touch upon a few highlights, and we should start with the ladies, and I guess again, you know what, let's, make, let's mix it up. Let's start with Mickey this time. Mix it okay. up with Mickey. Mix it up with Mickey. With Mixie. God. Okay. Um, Mixing it up with Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I have a laundry list, y'all, and I'm just going to run through it, but um, you should know about Q Lazarus. You should know about Grace Jones, the Gits. Carol King, Billie Holiday, Patti Smith, Nina Simone, The Runaways, Cass Elliot, Karen Carpenter, Suburban Lawns, Sinead O'Connor, the list goes on. But I, I heck yes, yeah, that's an abbreviated list, right? That's, yeah, see how the an extreme could have gone on. Extremely truncated list. I right. mean, there's the obvious choices there as well, but I think that will delve you into some pretty cool shit. Absolutely. What you're saying is we'll do this again next year. I think we so. We will. And it's going to be just as easy to put our list together. Absolutely. It's going to be just as easy to put our list together for 10 years. Gosh, you can almost just pick any kind of like parameter in time and just be like, okay, female yeah. like presence within this amount of time or whatever, or genre or whatever, and easily come up with. Uh, a solid. Quite a, a list. Seriously, list. seriously. Yeah. And of course, you guys are welcome back whenever you'd like so heather who who do you have uh the, the one we didn't get to and i think we overlap on this one we totally uh, do and and honestly they do not hold up well over time they are a moment in time i can still listen to them in vogue oh that would be amazing oh, yeah. um they're, they're on my a lot playlist. of fucking cool they're on my play. yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they slap yeah they, in vogue's that's, great that's yeah. not a, it's it's luscious jackson Yeah, they're like, well. yeah. but when you listen yeah, to them, you're like, you were a moment in time. Like, you are the like, yeah. crystal orb of the 90s, yes. and you are like every like cool page from the Delia's catalog that I wanted to buy. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, they, they, they don't, I won't say they don't, they don't hold up. I'm just going to throw it out there. They don't hold up. Except Naked Eye. 
I really they, disagree. Yeah, I could agree. listen to that. Uh, okay, well, there's, hold, there's a few tracks wow. that moderately hold up. You're going to play a track? Well, now that you're you're talking a lot of shit. Do it. Do it. No, I'm not talking a lot of shit. I'm just saying, like, they they very much smack of the 90s. They do. But I love that smack. Where, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's a bad smack. I mean, smack. I'm going to listen to the Lemonheads and Luscious Jackson all I want. <laughs> yeah. We're not yeah. going to smack any bitches up. No. Mm. Smack me in a good way. Because that fucking layering that's is so good. good. Yeah. It's so good. Like, that's like, they took the shit from like Paul's Boutique. Yeah. And elevated it. They yeah. sh- they took the shit that was happening. They're in like well, Paul's Kate, Boutique and like Fu Manchu. Yeah. And they just. That's no, Kate's. No. That's Kate's drumming that Kill we him. know from the Beastie Boys. Yeah, yeah well, it's the original Beastie. Boys. The original Beastie. That's what we know. It's They're Kate. so good. I saw Luscious Jackson when I was fifteen. That's, uh, so that's a good time to see I mean, formative that, years. I'm that sure. was kind of when you formative. should. Yes. See okay. Luscious Jackson. So yeah. this this song. So it's uh, the Daughters of Chaos. Uh, I was thinking this is when I was like, I might so get good. a little weird because this is like. Riot Girl, if Riot Girl was also a yeah. pimp, yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> sure, it's so like sex forward, yeah, and so fucking good. Uh, I I do love it. Yeah, yeah it's a yeah. great. I will track. always love it. I I will always love Luscious Jackson. I everything that they are about, agree. Uh, but, but everything about them sounds like the '90s in a very solid, wonderful way. Good, good way. Yeah, well, yeah, that sounded fucking great. Yeah, that's a badass song. Uh, Eric, what's on the table for you? Briefly. I'm, I'm going to go through my other, the rest of my list of uh, <laughs> current, currently working artists who I really like. Um, Smile Machine, which is a one-woman band on uh, Exploding in Sound Records. Uh, Mountain Movers, featuring the great Chrissy Battalene, one of the great uh, shred, ne- uh, you know, neo-jam shred guitarists working today. She has a really unique style and and sound and approach to guitar uh meg baird uh mary Lattimore, marissa anderson roger yeah mary Lattimore, right uh has done some work some recorded with uh uh, neil house that have yeah her her last album slow dive which which yeah just to just kind of briefly like jump in here this is definitely touching on some of my like honorable mentions like i was going to mention mojave 3 and slow dive and how it cuts in you know how it relates to Mary Lattimore and yeah. um, Liz Harris, who does Grouper and also did the kind of one-off band Helen, uh, one um, of my all-time yeah. faves. Yeah. Uh, Emily Robb, um, who I think plays with some other people that I already mentioned, but she has an album that just came out that's just basically just like a incredibly scuzzy guitar noise album. Um, I really want to know how to moonwalk. Uh, Aiko Ishibashi from Japan, who um, is kind of associated with Jim O'Rourke. But again, she does really beautiful singer songwriter piano based stuff and also just absolutely pure noise. So that's that tends to be a a thread, I guess, is people who kind of do really pretty music and also really nasty noise music. Sure. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, that basically runs through the rest of my picks. Jason, do you have any honorable mentions? Yeah, I got a few. Jeez, uh, I like D Light. They, as far as just fun '90s, uh, Lady Miss Kier. Yeah, yeah, just her. You know, excitable dance music. Sure. Just, just life music. That, that really is a great record. I mean, Bootsy's it on is. it. Uh, Absolutely, yes. so many, yes. so many things came together to to make that. And yes. I, 
it, for a while, he hasn't listened to it in a while. For a while, that was one of Henry's favorite songs, and we had to play the video every single time. Oh, that's time. awesome. Multiple yes. Times. So right. when you're... I don't know. When you're a parent, you are going to learn to appreciate things differently because you're going to be exposed to them over and over and over again. Right. And I have Absolutely. to say, I, I only liked it more every so time cute. I watched it or saw it. Like, oh, yeah. I was just like, you know, this is this is a moment in time, and it does hold up. It does. Um, the funny thing was there was a, a point in time in which I pulled up the YouTube video, and there was this really long comment from a person who was like, Lady Miss Cure is my mom, and let me tell you how awesome she was. And I, I like now if you go look, I can't find that comment anymore. I assume that it oh, was shit. true because it just seemed so. It's just it like it seems pretty random to to say that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it was it was just it just made me. It was kind of like, you know, she did this one thing in her life, and she's also done all this other stuff, and she's a great mom. So. Yeah. You know, oh. Shout out to Lady Miss Cure. Yeah. Shout out to Lady Miss Cure. She's she's the real deal. I physically ran into her at a rave in Massachusetts. I'm sure you did. And it yeah, was that makes sense. Wonderful. Uh, <laughs> amazing. I, I, I believe it. So you can't hear it here, maybe, but I've already dropped in a little Cindy Lauper. Mm, we love Cindy. Time mm. after time. I mean, you can't be an 80s human being <laughs> no. and not fucking fall no. in love with Cindy Lauper. So cool. The wrestling crossover. And Captain Lou Albano. Like everything she's yeah, doing she's, now is amazing. She's just very positive. Yeah, she's like a dolly. Yes. Honestly. Oh, I absolutely. Think, I think she's sort of bridging that get that gap at this point because yeah. she's I, I just, remember the the like the very like, important goth show for me <laughs> that I went to uh it was it was a uh, Switchblade Symphony seeing them live. Um they whoever the fucking cover band was, I don't remember their name now. But I remember, I remember that I was just like, I want to play guitar in a goth band, and they did, and they definitely covered this song. Time oh my after God, whoever the hell they were, I don't remember who they were. I remembered it was Cindy Lauper that they covered. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So Dusty Springfield, um, oh Dusty Springfield, mm. that's uh, also on my list. Uh, Sylvia Robinson, mm -hmm. uh, the rap mogul <laughs> of Sugar Hill Records. Yes. Um, and also an amazing song off of uh, the Dirty Dancing soundtrack. If you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up on your own. You'll be happy to hear it. And uh, f rounding my list out, uh, Poison Ivy from The Cramps. Oh, right. And yeah. a super, super, super honor honorable mention from the same band, uh, Julie Rose, uh, a.k.a. Julie Grindsnatch. Not only from a, a brief stint in The Cramps, but, but also, also from The Mad. Correct. Yes. Which is a way better band. Yes. <laughs> and the Mad Features, I've, I've what's there. the, um, the, uh, there's like a visual artist. I'm sure, Jay, I'm sure, uh, Eric might know, uh, the lead singer is like a crazy visual artist that's like, yeah, it's a special effects artist. Yeah. 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 Oh, because he did all those horror, yeah. The like horror. Oh my God, Julie's um, gonna literally stab her throat. <laughs> So can I, I mention? Uh, can I mention my uh, uh, honorable mentions? Yeah. So I, I'm only gonna I'm gonna end with just one honorable mention. Although there's very there's much more than just one that I should mention. But this just ties back to the whole like cassette tape thing. This was the first tape, the first piece of music that I ever bought for myself, and that was Janet Jackson. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm. She always. She was, mm. 
Edit this part out. Oh, God. Mm. Miss you much. Janet Jackson, miss you much. That was my first uh, like single cassette or whatever that I bought myself. Cassingle. Cassingle. Cassing- mm-hmm. yeah, that was it. Cassingles were... And I, I, miss, I miss cassettes much. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Leo, I, I got to talk to you about miss you much, though. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. I want to I see if this is significant to you because I think there was a there was a regular single version. I have this memory, and I only ever heard it on Kiss FM at the point in time when it was a hit. I was listening to Kiss FM, which is a top forty station in LA. Yeah. Um, do you do you remember the extended version? Oh my where, god! Yes. So like I do. The, the end of the song is she says that's the end. No. And then hmm. the, right. the extended version is, yeah, no. She says, no. No. Bum, bum, like, yeah, right. Like, yeah. I do remember this. So, I remember when MTV showed the video for the extended version. Yes. Oh. I was always super excited for that one, too, because that just didn't didn't happen all the time. Because it was like a like a baller dance yeah. number at that point. Yeah. It was long, and it just went on and on, and it was amazing. <laughs> You wanted I just to wanted to make sure mm-hmm. that extended version like got a shout out. Got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I'm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure that an honorable mention to the honorable mention. <laughs> I, I I do believe that the cassette single featured the radio edit and the extended mix on side oh, two. Oh right. Yeah. yeah. Screaming Mad George. Screaming Mad George. Yes, that's the <laughs> reference to the Mad. Sorry, oh, yeah. I, had to, I had to go down the hole. Out whole, of that. fucking nowhere. No, it wasn't out <laughs> of nowhere. I'm sorry. I I, I had to do. Julie uh, Wright. Oh, thank you. Trying to at least fucking Google that. Fuck. Sorry. Fucking A. That's it. I think we did it. We're done. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Hopefully you've discovered some stuff that you maybe didn't know before or maybe rediscovered a love for something that you already loved anyway and didn't know it. Um, we're gonna have an awesome playlist for this. Yes. Oh my god! It's gonna, I don't um, Eric, yeah, where, where, where are we gonna hear this playlist? You can find us on. Should I just do the whole thing? Yeah, go yeah, do yeah, it. Do you it. Sound great. Eric, all right. This is our bunch. Eric, Eric take us away. Eric, take us away. Twitter at Collapse Out. Instagram at Collapse Out Podcast. Playlists at Spotify.com slash user slash Leo Coronado five. That's it. Good night. Yay. Hey, thank you That's so much for joining us. Yeah. Right. So thank you, Mickey. Thank you, Heather, for participating in Collapse Out. We definitely will have you back, and we appreciate we put our lady parts all over this episode. We are lady parts. Wow. <laughs> Actually, I think that's taken. If oh, you, damn it. Yeah. However. If you enjoyed this podcast, you should check out other podcasts such as uh we have flaming pie which is leo eric and i discussing the beatles and the beatles albums and it's amazing we we also have only podcast of its kind truly you know if you want a unique experience of a uh unsung band really a real indie indie band yeah so we're you know kind of a flagship podcast as far as that goes uh a little off the beaten path but also kind of on the same network we do a uh it's uh we do a muppet show podcast it's the muppet show podcast dot you know that's it's muppet show podcast.com that's where you can find us for that thank you so much this has been clubs out good night
have a good day. That's the end? No.